Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey here with your host, Kim Bilotto, broadcasting from Shale Studios. Now, Kim, welcome to the show this week. And before we get to business, let's talk about what's going on in the current issue of Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Well, thank you, Alvin. It is always great to see you week after week. As usual, we come into the studio and create another marvelous show. So looking forward to this show as well. We have a big guest You know, we just released our March-April issue in which we're covering the Port of Victoria. Uh, Their chairman is Robbie Burge. And um, what a dynamic story to see the Port of Victoria unfold into this uh, amazing port in which basically they have transformed themselves. And so uh, we really are excited to uh, let our readership know a little bit more about what's going on in Victoria. And, of course, that means that our cover party will also be in Victoria, which is definitely a change from always being in Houston. You know, Kim, the Texas ports have really, and and I'll say this because the oil ban's been lifted and the LNG export plan, they've really risen to the occasion. Not that they weren't great ports before, but they're just super ports today. Oh, yeah. It's great to be able to uh, recognize how far they have come or how fast they are growing in light of all of the recent oil and gas activity and, of course, the shale plays that are occurring. Um, Also, you know, we have a a lot of events that are happening as well. Um, We're going to be in Victoria, Texas, celebrating with the elected officials um, and uh, the great folks out at the Port of Victoria, as well as our advertisers that partner um, with Shell Magazine. You know, the cover parties are really dedicated to the success of our advertisers. This party is created for them as well as to celebrate the great person that's on the cover. And so um, obviously there are usually quite a few high-ranking elected officials in the audience. You'll always find a couple of executives from oil and gas companies as well as you'll find a lot of companies that are being represented there from, you know, BHP, uh, Marathon, ConocoPhillips, if they're in the Eagle Ford, they usually try to attend our cover parties. And if you look real hard, you'll see me there. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and me too, by the way. Um, but um, the other uh, really exciting thing that we're a part of as well, uh, you know, we have in uh, April, we have a STEM conference happening in uh, Midland, Odessa with our partners, the West Texas Energy Consortium. So we're real excited to be out there for that STEM conference that they're putting on. And then also um, on 429, Alvin, we have the Oil Barons Ball takes us back to Houston. And it's the Oil and Gas Society that creates this amazing party for anyone to attend who um, wants to hobnob with some of the uh, energy executives and, and energy folks. So we look forward to being a partner with them as well this year and look forward to the great party that they put on year after year. Is there more information about the Oil Barons Ball at shalemag.com? Yes, there is. We have that event. They can visit our website. Um, Their banner ad is there as well. And if they need anything, they're welcome to call us, 210-240-7188, if they need any information, or they can go on the website and ask some requests for the information if they can't find it. Let's talk about the radio show, Kim. We're here every week, and and we've got such a great group of folks that listen to us. And, And trust me, we appreciate each and every one of you tuning in every week, whether it's 
on KTRH in Houston or KTSA in San Antonio or KWEL in, in the Midland Odessa area. We, we appreciate and love each and every one of you, and we do want to hear from you. You can always drop us an email at radio at shalemag.com if you'd like to know something or you miss something on the radio show and, and you'd like clarification or, or you just want to say hi. We, we want to hear from you, radio at shalemag.com. And if you own a business and you'd like for us to talk about you and your business and what you can do for, for your respective industry, Send us an email, or, or is there a better way to get in touch with us? Well, you know, at shellmag.com, our website, there is a, 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 a portal there that they can fill out the information and send us. It's called In the Loop, and they can put anything they want in there. If they want advertising information, if they want information on a previous show, how do they get on the show, you know, there are many, many ways of advertising your business. And one of the most important things to me, Alvin, is if you are not investing in either um, commercial ads or social media, which can be very inexpensive, or uh, print media, you're not being seen, and yet your competitors are. And so um, my belief is if you're not being seen, you're not being heard, and you're not getting your part of the business. So uh, our rates are very affordable. We have a rate for every business um, to come in and, and get the exposure in front of oil and gas in our business sector. And so I highly encourage um, anyone listening who wants to grow their business to just go to shellmag.com and uh, fill out in the loop. The information is there and we'll get back with you. Or they can call us at 210-240-7188. Again, the number is 210-240-7188 because everybody wants to grow their business, right? But it does take a little bit of work. And, you know, what we do very well is advertise companies through either print, digital, or digital uh, online uh, presence is, you know, approaching 300,000 visits a month. That's huge. Um, we do social media programming for a lot of our businesses. In other words, they are seen on social media platforms because we run their campaigns. And then, of course, there's always commercials here on the radio that we can advertise a business. So I do encourage, if you want to grow your business, you need to invest in your business in advertising it. The, the beauty of radio is is repetition, repetition, repetition. And, and you know, some, sometimes you might get sick and tired of hearing an ad run, but you know what? When you need that product or service, you remember that company and that marketing run of that company. And though you may have gotten sick of hearing the name of that company when it ran 18 jillion times on the radio, me personally, I'm thankful when I remember something if I need a, a specific plumber or or a product or a service or a repair shop or, or, or what restaurant was that that I wanted to – oh, that's what it was. I heard it on the radio. So exactly. radio is a very, very effective form of advertising. And like you said, the, the rates to be on In the Oil Patch are very affordable. One thing I want to point out is we have a podcast that goes up, and once you've paid for that ad and it's on the podcast, you don't pay for that ad to run again. And trust me, those, those podcasts, the are BHB Built-In Show – that thing hit 18,000 downloads in six days, seven days. So that's another 18,000 times that your ad got heard for no more money. Well, you know, you're talking about um, a great area of interest to us because what we've also noticed is, you know, we do our trivia week after week after week, 
And that has been growing immensely as well. People want that $75 gift certificate and they're listening to the radio show and they are sending in their answers. And so I'm very proud to see that, you know, our show has been growing as well in visibility, um, reliability, uh, respectability um, among oil and gas experts as well as in uh, businesses and our local local officials and, and, and federal officials have been on our radio show. This is a great opportunity for someone's voice to be heard. And so um, I'm really excited about um, us, our growth this year. Well, and, and you don't have to be an oil and gas professional to be on the radio show, to be an advertiser on the show. In fact, I'm not an oil and gas professional, and I talk on the show every week. Um, Kim, you're not an oil and gas professional. You own a magazine, and you own a radio show. We're just normal people like you are, just trying to learn about this industry, and, and we are very, very fortunate because of the great reputation of Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine to have great guests on the show like Omar Garcia from Steer and Catherine Stokes every week and 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 those Congressman like... Congressman uh, William yeah, Hurd and Congressman Babin. And, and our railroad commissioners join us quite often and just what a great lineup of professionals and, and, and high caliber companies like BHP Built-In that, that come on the show with us. It's just a great opportunity for you as a business owner and you as a consumer to to be a part of something really special here. I agree. Now, Kim, you know, I'm sitting here across the table from you, and I, I, I see this sheet of paper on the table, and it's something about an app that's getting ready to you – wanna, you want to talk about that? Yes, we are getting ready to launch. We're real excited. Um, you know, mobile uh, is the way to go. Everybody seems uh, – obviously, everybody has a mobile phone, but – these apps are so important, and so we've decided at Shell to jump in as well. So we actually have a Shell mobile networks uh, that we um, are getting ready to launch, in which it's going to allow um, a directory to be accessible from a cell phone out in the areas of, like, Eagle Ford. For example, if there's a company out there, they need to, uh, they want to be recognized, they want to uh, get on the radar, if you will. Well, this is in partnership with. Um, STEER, which is the South Texas Energy and Economic Roundtable. Their vendors, which are all the major uh, oil and gas companies and service companies that are focusing on Eagle Ford, they'll be able to go to this app and look and see vendors that are readily available to them in that area. And basically, it's working off of GPS. So they'll be able to access and see the closest vendor that they need in the area. So like in Carnes County or Kennedy, they can look up a vendor if they need uh, water or they need uh, some kind of uh, automotive need, they can look and see where's the closest vendor and it'll be right there at their fingertips. But it'll also offer a different depth of being able to talk to an advocacy group that we're creating as well. And that group is called the Texas Energy Advocates Coalition and it's going to be a statewide movement that we're going to focus on bringing businesses in to one, uh, help grow their businesses, but also to help them uh, be educated more on energy and energy topics and um, hopefully build a greater awareness of energy and the importance of it in Texas, along with growing their bottom dollar. Um, so this coalition is going to be great for the sales executive, the sales rep, 
the person that really wants to have the vehicle to be able to network in front of oil and gas but hasn't had that ability because they can't really access maybe something like our cover parties, but we'll be doing around the state networking events specifically to draw in this group. So we're really excited. Again, it's called the Texas Energy Advocates Coalition. And if anybody wants more information on the mobile app or on how to join our coalition, they just need to email us or call us at shellmag.com, and we'll be happy to get them the information. And that's info at shellmag.com. Info at shellmag.com, or they can call us at 210-240-7188. And, you know, Alvin, we want everybody. We want the women of the energy industry, and we want the women in the business industry. We want the minority in the energy industry and in the business industry. We want the sales rep. We want the account manager. We want the um, telemarketing. We want any, we want the entrepreneur. We want anyone that wants to grow their business and network with the energy sector. This is a great opportunity for them to join this coalition. And when is the app going to launch? We're looking at it launching in two weeks and you, you will already be pushing it out here through the radio show and obviously online on our social media platforms, as well as on our website and in print. Outstanding information. Now, it's my great pleasure to bring in our uh, correspondent out from the Permian Basin Association area, Catherine Stokes, the Executive Director of the West Texas Energy Consortium. Catherine, welcome to In the Oil Patch this week. Thanks, Kim. How are you doing down there in San Antonio? Oh, you know, enjoying the great weather and enjoying, uh, you know, we're starting to see, uh, we're focusing a little bit more on our midstream area in the energy cycle, and so uh, it's pretty busy, so we're, we're keeping ourselves busy. Things are really good here. Sounds good. That's great. Yeah. So let's jump right in. Um, You know, you you join us weekly and kind of give us a heads up of what's happening in uh, the area of the uh, West Texas area in Permian Basin. So um, you guys have an event coming up on the 27th, uh, your Jumpstart Your Future Expo. What uh, is that and what can uh, we expect if we attend? All right. Um, each one of our regions, we cover three workforce board regions, and each one of those workforce board regions, usually they always work with employers and they work with the education uh, institutions in that area to put on some really good career uh, events for students generally 8th through 12th grade just to expose them to some different employers, career opportunities, and some things, you know, highlighting in-demand careers and training programs that are going on in the region. So the Jumpstart Your ex, uh, Future Expo is uh, put on by West Central Texas Workforce Development Board, and the consortium helps you know, with both funding and then we help with boots on the ground, getting exhibitors in and um, helping with funding. Um, that will cover our western edge uh, of our, the communities that we serve, and it's uh, going to be hosted in Snyder at their Coliseum. It's free to our 8th through 12th grade students. Last year, that event just for the Snyder area brought in over 1,200 students, So, and that was the first year that they had done that event out in Snyder, so they're expecting a, a pretty large group. And one of the things that they um, started last year, which I really liked they're going to continue with all of their events, is doing some mock interviews with our seniors. And a lot of those senior high students, uh, we want to give them an opportunity to sit in front of an employer and uh, interview without the um, stress of realizing that this is a real live interview that could make or break. It could either get you that job um, or not. 
and it's just a practice run that we would like them to be able to practice with somebody who professionally hires individuals, not just for jobs in the future, but if they have to go to college admission interviews, whether it's for a nursing school or um, uh, for certain scholarships, we want them to have some practice and have some individuals that have a background on that to maybe give, give them some tips. So we're looking forward to seeing all those students. That's going to happen April 27th from 9.30 to 12.30 in Snyder at their Coliseum for free. And um, for more details, they're still looking for, I think they're still looking for exhibitors. And my understanding, talking to those coordinators, there's no cost for those booth spaces. And that'll, um, that'll get exhibitors also a continental breakfast and lunch. And there's also large outdoor space available uh, for demonstrations. And I think it's a really good uh, opportunity for our area employers to be able to market their organization, you know, help students identify um, career paths that they would like to look at and offer some real good hands-on experience. And it also lets employers expose themselves to probably their potential em uh, future employees. So we're excited about that event for them. Great. It sounds like an amazing expo. Now, you have a little bit of overlap that is in uh, San Angelo, Texas, and that is your Boots to Business Reboot scheduled for April 27th and 28th. Uh, what is that all about? That, that is really open to all of our service members, veterans, and their spouses, and that will be hosted at the Business Service Center. That is looking at those, those veterans or current service members that are wanting to develop skills or they have, you know, they want to be able to succeed as a small business owner or they ha they're an entrepreneur and they're wondering, you know, what does it take to prepare for a small business? And this is just an introductory course that um, the um, Small Business Administration down there, Dave Erickson and his group always do a good job with uh, their their business advising and helping folks that want to set up their own businesses. So we're focusing on, on the service members there, and that is located on uh, Chadburn Street in San Angelo, and it'll take place April 27th and 28th. And it's an all-day event. It goes from 8.30 to 4. Awesome. So for more information, they can visit bootstobusiness.org slash reboot. Right. And, and if that's hard for them to remember, we're also going to post that on our, our website. All of the events that we talk about with you, we go ahead and post on our um, events calendar. Some of those we are supporting, some of them we're putting on, and then others, you know, we want to be able to promote for our, our folks out there. But we put them on our calendar anyway, so they'll be easier to find. Fabulous. Now, you have something going on. It's a youth fair and summer employment in Concho Valley. What, what, are, we, uh, what are you up to on that event? Um, the workforce board there, Concho Valley, they do a really good job, and, and it's going to be an uh, almost an all-day event. They do that on Saturday. It's free uh, to any students that want to attend, and it's really giving those high school students that are looking for summer employment opportunities an idea of how to prepare for work, um, explore what summer jobs are out there in the Concho Valley and, and what's out there in San Angelo that employers are looking for. They help those students go through the application process, and they'll sit them through some mock interviews and, you know, show them um, some, you know, good techniques for responding, uh, responding to certain interview questions. And what I've even found working with some teenagers up here is, um, and I'm sure some adults are the same way as well, is sometimes you're not aware that there are certain questions that are not all right for an employer to ask you or a potential employer. And so they, they kind of put them through um, a little bit of a course on 
what's a good interview question, what's a bad interview question, how to answer those really tough ones, um, you know, because you always get those interview questions like what's your strengths, and everybody can normally name their strengths, but when they ask about a weakness, you feel kind of bad about, you know, what do I want to say and what do I not want to say. So, and, and they'll give them a good idea on those soft skills, looking at work, workplace behavior, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And then that'll take place all in the morning. And then in the afternoon, there'll be an actual job fair where uh, employers there in San Angelo and the surrounding area that are looking for youth and looking for um, uh, summer in employees will be there to do um, help you fill out applications. And some of them are even hiring on, on the spot. We had one in Abilene last week and had about 300 youth go through there. And there were quite a few youth that were hired right on the spot. And then if, if after they make it through the job fair, they're going to do a um, just a brief session on what you post on social media tends to follow you. Because I know, you know, there's always things going viral on Twitter or Facebook that you think, oh, no one's going to see but your friends. A YouTube and, video, and then before you know it, it's out there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you can't bring it back once it goes up. Oh, very- yeah. Well, and one of the things is, you know, employers have gotten really, really smart since social media has become so prevalent is that's the first thing they'll do is when they start looking at applications is they will look that person up on social media to see, you know, is their account public in it, and if it is, what kind of person is this? Because basically this person's going to be re- representing my company. Right. Um, so, you know, just being real careful about what you post and, you know, what's, in, what's involved in that. And sometimes it's best just to keep your private life private. All right. Well, we have, for more information, they can contact Terry Sosa. The phone number is 325-655-2005. Again, that number is 325-655-2005. And I'm sure they're still looking for more vendors. But if they want more information, they can also go to the West Texas Energy Consortium's website as well. Correct, Catherine? Definitely, and that's www.wtxec.org. Awesome. Thank you for coming on the show today and telling us what is going on out there in West Texas so we can join in and uh, attend some of these events. Some uh, people that are outside of this Beltway have a harder time understanding what's going on in your area. So thank you again, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks so much, Kim, for having me. And, and with that, Kim, I think it's time to take a break. You are listening to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, along with your host of the show, Kim Bellotto. We're here at Shale Studios, and we'll be right back. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. Oilfield Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oilfield parts for your fleet maintenance needs, Oilfield Experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oilfield Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. 
Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point? And we're back with In the Old Patch Radio Show. Our uh, guest today that we're bringing on is chairman of the Railroad Commission. We've had uh, David Porter on quite uh, quite often in the past, and you're joining us again today to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening on the campaign trail and a couple of other really great, interesting things that are occurring in the area of oil and gas. Welcome to the show, Chairman Porter. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate the opportunity to be on again. Well, now, just to kind of uh, recap, you come on the show quite frequently, and you actually have been a past host of your own radio show when you were in Midland. And so uh, tell me a little bit about, you are now the chairman of the Railroad Commission briefly. What does the Railroad Commission do for any first-time listeners to our show? The Railroad Commission is the chief oil and gas regulator in the state of Texas. We basically regulate the oil and gas industry, also uh, pipelines, natural gas utilities, the coal mining industry, and several of the alternative fuels like propane, CNG, LNG, are the main, main duties of the Railroad Commission. And there are three commissioners. You are the chairman currently right now. And so nothing... Nothing in Texas oil and gas related happens unless it's regulated through the Texas Railroad Commission. We are the state regulatory agency. That is correct. Well, um, let's get into, you know, we're uh, in very interesting times. Uh, Finally, for uh, a change, I want to get your opinion on something. Finally, for a change, we have uh, front-runner presidential candidate Donald Trump Um, now discussing a little bit about oil and gas and Saudi Arabia, which is kind of unusual because we have not had him really discussing anything related to oil and gas uh, 
at all. And um, as of a couple of weeks back, um, he has basically been talking about Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia. And so um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. You know, he has been uh, basically talking about if he became president, um, that he would be looking at Saudi Arabia and, um, you know, how we import oil and, um, you know, will that change uh, once he is president since um, he's kind of made a lot of statements about Saudi Arabia that, uh, you know, the United States provides um, the overall security for them and uh, some pretty interesting topics that he's been talking about. So what are your thoughts on um, uh, his discussion pertaining to Saudi Arabia and how we deal with Saudi Arabia here in our country? Well, just for the sake of clarification, I think a lot of what he was saying about Saudi Arabia is that over the last 20-some-odd years that the United States has provided a lot of military security for Saudi Arabia, and he thinks they should be, should have and should be paying us for that. I think that's perhaps oversimplifying, but boiling down what he said about Saudi Arabia. Yes, and um, what he has also stated is that if he became president, that he would uh, be looking a little bit more carefully about having Saudi Arabia pay to bring their oil into the United States since we are doing so much for this country. Um, And so um, tell me your views on um, the statement for one, and is that even uh, a good idea or a possibility at this point? Well, this is just my personal opinion. I, I think clearly any time the United States protects any country or is involved militarily in any country. It certainly should only be when it's in the best national interest of the United States, that we shouldn't be just playing world policemen for the sake of playing world policemen. And we have spent a lot of money in the past few decades, unfortunately, doing that, which is part of the reason why we're in the financial shape that we're in right now. Now, having said that, when you're looking at a free market commodity and a very fungible commodity such as oil is, to say we're just not going to import any oil from Saudi Arabia, I I don't know that that's a practical response to things. Well, it's pretty interesting to hear him talk about halting, uh, you know, oil coming into uh, the United States, period. And then, you know, what does that look like? What does that do to us? What does that do to them? So when he made that statement, I don't think any of the other elected officials have discussed anything even remotely close to that. And and maybe that's some of uh, Trump's power right now is the fact that he's saying things that really no one else will say because it isn't politically correct. And a lot of people just won't say things like that. But I think it has... Um, stirred the pot, if you will, a little bit to get people considering, well, why are we doing these things at a time when we probably don't need to be doing uh, things like this anymore? Was this something that worked years back when we needed their oil and maybe does not apply so much? And so maybe there is a policy in place that um, we should be reviewing or the new president should be reviewing to see if it still applies to us, if it's still in our best interest to be doing what we're doing in other countries, and this is a perfect example. 
I think that's certainly a reevaluation that should occur. I think that is actually one of the great advantages of what many people call the shale revolution that occurred over the last five to ten years with the increase in U.S. production is that we were no longer as needy for oil from foreign countries as we were in the past. And I think that certainly does have a lot of geopolitical ramifications for U.S. foreign policy. And and that reassessment does need to continue to take place. Well, that's something that you and I both agree on. You know, David, I want to uh, get into also the um, elected campaigns or or the campaigns that are occurring here um, in our state as well. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back within the Oil Patch Radio Show. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here, just like I am every week in the oil patch, right alongside you, fighting for a strong, responsible, successful, and sustainable oil and gas industry right here in the great state of Texas. Both on this show and as a fleet specialist for the Caleb Auto Group, I get to keep a first-hand perspective on the hard work that goes into making this such a great industry. And trust me, I understand how important it is to maintain both your company's image, the reliability, and the integrity of your fleet and you can't break the bank doing it. So whether your fleet action plan requires leasing, buying outright, or something that falls kind of in between, I can help you. K-League Fleet Sales represents 11 brands and 16 stores that include Ford, Ram trucks, and Toyota trucks on the heavy duty side, and Lincoln, Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, and Lexus on the luxury side. Hey, time is money. So our service departments offer pickup and delivery and rapid response to get you back on the road quickly. I would love the opportunity to help you keep your fleet plan rolling, so let's talk. Call me at area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656. Or you can email me directly, abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kaligauto, K-A-H-L-I-G-A-U-T-O.com. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. Oilfield Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oilfield parts for your fleet maintenance needs, Oilfield Experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, Call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oilfield Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. And we're back with In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is the chairman of the Railroad Commission, Chairman Porter. David, welcome back to to the show. Before the break, we were discussing a little bit about... uh, uh, some world politics and, uh, you know, Trump making a, a statement on, uh, on how the United States needs to be dealing with Saudi Arabia if he was the president. But I want to drill down a little bit and uh, drill into more local 
politics here in the state of Texas. You know, we uh, are looking for uh, a new railroad commissioner to um, take the seat that you um, will be vacating here at the beginning of the year. And we have had, uh, we have two candidates that are on the Republican side, and I believe two that are on the Democratic side running for the Texas Railroad Commission. So let's tell me a little bit about your thoughts on uh, the candidates and um, where you see, are there any really great candidates that are standing out to you right now that you would like to see fill your shoes? Well, that's hard to do because you are a great commissioner. Uh, someone does have to uh, fill your shoes. So um, anybody standing out to you? Well, Kim, as you know, I did not run for re-election, and my term is up the end of this year, December 31st. Next year we'll have a new new railroad commissioner there there are two gentlemen that are running in the republican primary there were there were there were seven people that started off running in the republican primary no one won a majority so that there is a runoff and i believe that's scheduled for may 24th the the vote in that runoff uh the two people that are in that runoff are wayne christian and gary gates I, I have met both of those gentlemen and talked to them. I certainly know Wayne Christian better than I know Gary Gates. Um, I think it's uh, Wayne ran for railroad commissioner two years ago and lost in the runoff in in that race. He was in second place this time. Gary Gates was in first place after the initial round of the Republican voting, and it'll it'll be an interesting race. I think it is very important for everyone listening to become informed. There are also a couple of um, appellate court races that will be on that Republican ballot statewide, but those are the three races that will be all over the state, or those two appellate court judges and then the Railroad Commission, and then there'll be a number of local races. But um, very important position, and I think it will be very low voter turnout in the runoff, so I think it's very important for people to look at the candidates and make an intelligent uh, decision and go vote in the runoff race. And of course, uh, just briefly vote, mention the Democrat side. Uh, there were three people originally in the race. Two of them are in runoff. And well, you know, the two um, Republican candidates, Wayne Christian and Gary Gates, you know, we, we have interviewed um, those two candidates they did approach um, our show and asked to uh, talk to um, our listeners. And, of course, we, we uh, wanted our listeners to be informed as to who anyone running for the Texas Railroad Commission, you know, what is their position. And, you know, the Railroad Commission itself as a regulatory agency is going to be facing some pretty uh, tough things at the beginning of the new year, one of them being the Sunset Review um, so let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, first of all, what is the Sunset Review, and how can this really impact the Texas Railroad Commission? Sunset Review is a idea that I guess you could say kind of swept the nation starting in the 70s and into the 80s, where people realized in, that a government program once started just kept on going and was never, if ever, reviewed. And like many things, it's it was a good idea. And when it when it started, they are going to go ahead and look at the program. So in Texas, 
most agencies and a lot of the state programs are looked at every 10 years and either passed, modified, or canceled. So theoretically, uh, the Railroad Commission could not be renewed by the sunset process and actually canceled. I, I think that would be a an unfortunate happenstance for the people of the state of Texas, the, the state government, and indeed the industry if that happened. What we would see happen would be a number of the functions piecemeal out to other agencies, uh, including most of the regulatory and environmental things going to the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, TCEQ, and other things going to places like PUC on some of the natural gas and other regulatory natural gas utility regulations there, which, I, like I said, I think would be very bad for the industry, and I think it would be bad for the economy of the, of the state to have the entire regulatory function of the most important industry in the state just rolled into where it's just one one part of many industries regulatory scheme. Well, it's an interesting topic because with so much activity going on in shale, I think there's just a greater awareness here in Texas. And so I want to get into that as soon as we come back from the break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. Oilfield Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oilfield parts for your fleet maintenance needs, Oilfield Experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oilfield Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. From oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at Amerijet.com. And we're back with In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is chairman of the Texas Railroad Commission, David Porter. 
David, before the break, we were talking about the Sunset Review uh, that you that the Texas Railroad Commission uh, is up for review with by the Sunset Review. Um, and so, you know, the discussion has been you guys have been up for review twice before. And what is the likelihood that um, the state of Texas and our uh, elected officials would remove the agency of the Texas Railroad Commission totally as a regulatory arm to oversee the oil and gas uh, sector? And I, I guess I just kind of feel like how could, with such an awareness of shale and having two very active uh, oil and gas formations occurring, and then, of course, all over the state in different areas, but specifically the Eagle Ford Shale and the Permian Basin area, uh, the likelihood of uh, the Texas Railroad Commission being reviewed and dismantled, so to speak, and going into other agencies, um, I just can't see that that would be a wise thing for the citizens of Texas to not have one regulatory agency that's overseeing all the different components. You know, why I say that is because when you think about how much the Railroad Commission is responsible for oil and gas, alternative fuels, gas services, pipeline safety, mining exploration, um, and then the safety of the citizens of Texas, that seems kind of unusual that uh, you could dismantle so many different uh, areas that you guys cover and protect and monitor and maintain. Um, but let's go to that area that what happens, um, you know, if something, uh, you know, happens when you have this hearing, like you guys are also at some point, there's a possibility that you guys can lose a lot of your funding, making you less effective in such a large state. So, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, um, maybe they don't dismantle the whole entire Texas Railroad uh, Commission, but what happens if you lose funding? What do you guys do as an agency? Well, uh, there's a couple of different questions there. And let me say back on um, Sunset process, uh, I I hope you're right. I hope that they don't dismantle the agency. I do think it would be a huge mistake like you do. But I do want to say as part of the Sunset process, we are just a few days, a couple of weeks roughly away, two, two and a half weeks away from getting the Sunset Commission report on the Railroad Commission, where we will officially see what staff has to say about it. And sometime shortly after we get that um, report from the Commission staff, I would be glad to come back on and, and discuss what's actually in the report. At this point in time, it's all a matter of conjecture. Well, I think that's a great idea, and I would assume that they would, at some point when this uh, starts, they'll be holding hearings for the public to go down there and, uh, you know, testify. Yes, that that will be part of the process. Uh, uh they will issue their report, we will issue our formal response to the report, and then it will move on to the uh, the actual Sunset This is staff members doing that. Then the actual Sunset Commission members themselves will assess that and hold hearings, and we'll get ready, because no formal action on this will actually happen until next legislative session, when the legislature will actually vote on this as legislation at some point in time during the session. But to answer your question on the funding, uh, certainly 
three sessions ago, the Railroad Commission was moved to a self-funding model, which basically means that most of our funds now come from fees, particularly over the last several years, the vast majority of it has come from drilling permit fees. As things have slowed down, drilling has slowed down and dropped, um, our income levels have dropped, and we've certainly had to cut back and be very conservative on how we're spending money at the Railroad Commission. You know, I, I just want to say that, you know, through the years of getting to know the Railroad Commission a little bit closer, we've, we've had a lot of interviews. We've interviewed you multiple times, Commissioner Craddock, Commissioner Sitton. And, you know, just to see the amount of work that comes out of this one agency and to understand that uh, this one agency is regulating a huge oil and gas industry and, um, and, and, and then looking at the size of Texas in which uh, you know, this agency, y'all's agency is responsible for going out and uh, doing on-sites, uh, going out and checking when there has been some kind of a contamination spill. Um, you just do a lot. You have inspectors that are out there in the field. Um, you know, everybody kind of remembers uh, a couple of years back, there was the Denton and where were the earthquakes coming from in North Texas. The agency was so fast to respond in looking at hiring a seismologist uh, to reassure the public that um, if uh, hydraulic fracturing, uh, which has been proven not to be a part of the problem with uh, earthquakes, but if at that time it was that you guys were, uh, you know, the agency was going to be responsible to find out what exactly is causing um, these tremors or earthquakes. And so just looking at the agency as a whole and realizing how much you guys do to serve the public and, and keep uh, the public safe, um, it just is amazing to me that that um, the legislators um, would, would not understand how much you guys really are responsible for doing to protect the citizens of Texas and regulate the oil and gas industry. So um, I appreciate the work that the Railroad Commission has done through the years of getting to know how much you guys are responsible for. Um, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back within the Oil Patch Radio Show. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210 210- 240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. Good news, Texas. 
Barrow Solutions has arrived on the oil and gas scene with the ability to increase production with zero capital cost to the producer and zero cost to the environment. With the right conditions, Barrow will help your stagnant oil well produce again, with some wells ramping back up to 50% of their original production output. As EOR expert Randy Crow says, this is huge and this is very, very real. For more information, call 316-858-0946. Again, that's 316-858-0946. Or email Randy Crow directly at randy at rstarconsult.com. That's randy at rstarconsult.com. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here, just like I am every week in the oil patch, right alongside you, fighting for a strong, responsible, successful, and sustainable oil and gas industry right here in the great state of Texas. Both on this show and as a fleet specialist for the Caleb Auto Group, I get to keep a first-hand perspective on the hard work that goes into making this such a great industry. And trust me, I understand how important it is to maintain both your company's image, the reliability, and the integrity of your fleet and you can't break the bank doing it. So whether your fleet action plan requires leasing, buying outright, or something that falls kind of in between, I can help you. K-League Fleet Sales represents 11 brands and 16 stores that include Ford, Ram trucks, and Toyota trucks on the heavy-duty side, and Lincoln, Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, and Lexus on the luxury side. Hey, time is money, so our service departments offer pickup and delivery and rapid response to get you back on the road quickly. I would love the opportunity to help you keep your fleet plan rolling, so let's talk. Call me at area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656. Or you can email me directly, abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kaligauto, K-A-H-L-I-G-A-U-T-O.com. And we're back with In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is the chairman of the Railroad Commission, Chairman Porter. David, welcome back to to the show. So this will be uh, your last year and some of the things you are responsible for in in your time with the Railroad Commission was you actually started um, the Eagle Ford Shell Task Force. And um, and so I, we want to thank you for participating and, and seeing the importance of getting the community involved uh, of an area that had never had oil and gas drilling in their backyard and bringing a forum together to help the residents and the people understand what was happening in their backyard. But you also were a very big supporter of uh, the natural gas, LNG, and the CNG. And so you guys are, uh, the Railroad Commission is, is doing some presentations uh, on awareness for the CNG and LNG. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are working on. Well, we have, we are the regulator of safety on, on those type of um, natural gas as far as the LNG, CNG, and propane. And we've always had a series of programs and we were emphasizing that very much this year going around the state and cooperating with first responders, fire departments, making sure they understand the specific risks that are involved with fires in these type of facilities and making sure they have the training necessary to fight those type of fires or whatever emergencies arise out of that. And like I said, we've we've done that in the past, but we're making a more special uh, emphasis on really getting out there and providing a lot more training this this year in those particular areas. So that's just um, 
like I said, one small part of what we did at the Railroad Commission. Well, Chairman Porter, the natural gas vehicles, as, as Texas starts moving towards replacing a lot of their fleets, a lot of large companies are moving towards replacing their fleets into the natural gas part because natural gas is so much cheaper. It, it burns cleaner. Um, and so we see this movement. Um, my, wonder, my, my thought is, and what I wonder about is, um, it's a totally different uh, type of procedure and awareness that they have to have versus pulling up to a gas station and they have the gas pumps there and you have an emergency shutoff valve if, if the general public comes into contact with a fire you know everybody kind of knows what to do in a regular type of uh, gas station and so this seems to be a little bit different the response the way that you go about dealing with uh, you know if there should be some kind of a of a, an uh, accident or something, and, and responders need to act react differently. Is that kind of what this training is about? Yeah, I think on a very super, superficial level, it is. It is very similar. I mean, you have shutout files and such, so on and so forth. But but it certainly is enough different that um, fire departments and other first responders need need to know what what the subtle differences are and and how they should react and that's basically what this kind of training is all about how many more um you know gas stations um when you first began six years ago i would imagine there was hardly any if any in texas and now as you're exiting uh, six years later how many stations do you see out there how 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 well has texas done in converting from um you know regular unleaded fuel to um, a natural gas fueling stations how many do you see in texas is there a lot lot more or is or i know we still have a ways to go but uh, there, there are considerably more. I honestly don't have those statistics in front of me. I think we probably, when I first came into office, we were probably in the 30, maybe 40 um, LNG and CNG stations. Right now, with what has been started and what's, I mean, what's already up and operating and then what's in, in progress, we're we're probably in the high 100s headed towards 200 stations. I don't think we've quite hit 200 stations yet and may not get there before I'm out of office, but I think we're getting close to 200 uh, CNG fueling stations in the state that are either operating or in the, in the process of coming online. Well, that sounds great because we are diversifying and and obviously, we want to um, um, use more of our natural gas, which we have certainly in abundance, and it also is cheaper and burns cleaner as well. Chairman Porter, I know you have to run to an event in Fort Worth, uh, so we do appreciate your time of talking to us and interviewing with us today on In the Oil Patch Radio Show, and we look forward to you coming back and joining us as a guest on In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Well, thank you, Kim. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to your audience and enjoy the opportunity to discuss these issues with you. 
In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bellotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.